right now, we want to welcome to the program former ambassador to the Holy See under President George W. Bush and a former Florida congressman, uh, Ambassador Francis Rooney. Ambassador, thanks for being with us this morning. Happy New Year and good morning. Happy New Year. Thanks for having me on. Before we get into, I know we want to talk about uh, Congress and, and what needs to be prioritized, but a couple things I, I wanted to ask you about. As a former ambassador to the Holy See, I just wanted to ask you for your perspective and your comment on the uh, passing of Pope Benedict. Well, we see the kind of uh, schismatic alternatives between a conservative and a liberal uh, in the last two popes that we're seeing in the government right now. I mean, they couldn't have been more different. And uh, I think Pope Francis was probably circumscribed in his praise for Benedict yesterday. Um, you know, Pope Benedict loved the United States, loved the First Amendment. Pope Francis is a Latin who's a little skeptical of developed nations. Uh, Pope Benedict had wanted a very vigorous diplomatic engagement in the world and was very close to the values that we were putting out under the Bush administration. And uh, so I kind of missed the contributions he made, quite frankly. Yeah, and uh, obviously he's being uh, uh, remembered today. The funeral gets underway here momentarily. And uh, uh, I think it's safe to say he brought honor to the, uh, to, to the position of Pope in his time in that role. Wouldn't you agree? He did, and he brought a lot of philosophical clarity about what the church is supposed to do and the role the church could have in the world with his talks about relativism and and his doctrinal uh, beliefs. And, and I don't think that the one we have now is quite so firm in those things. He's more interested in liberation theology, quite frankly, which is a, a mess. Yep, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Um, okay, let's. Uh, I, I appreciate your perspective on that uh, as we got a chance to talk this morning. And before we get into uh, the priorities that Congress should have, of course, Congress has got to uh, be able to uh, focus on priorities. And to do that, a speaker has to name. What's your take on what we've seen over the last two days uh, and the uh, inability to elect a new speaker? I think it's taken the dysfunctionality of Congress, which is bad enough as it is, to an all-new level. It's almost an embarrassment. They, they, they either have to close this thing out or they need to get somebody else that, that can, can get the votes. And they're going to do it because they're going to want to get paid. Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> that is for sure. They're definitely going to want to get paid. Uh, well, it'll be interesting to see they reconvene uh, at noon today. Now, once we have a speaker, uh, there's a lot on the – and I know you recently uh, wrote an op-ed that was very well done uh, about uh, the, the priorities that this new Congress needs to focus on. Um, let me put it to you this way. What it, would you say of all those is the top priority for this Congress to focus on? We've got to stop the reckless spending. I mean, there's a lot of things we need to do in foreign policy and, and with respect to immigration reform and the, labor, the workforce. But the, the amount of spending that's been going on ever since George Bush, quite frankly, uh, has, has been is ruining our country. And, and our next two generations are going to pay dearly for our decline. Uh, well, the first two years I was in the Congress, we spent the, the Republicans controlled all the government. We spent the same amount of money per day as the Obama administration had. That's kind of an embarrassment. Ambassador, um, uh, of course, the Inflation Reduction Act was passed uh, recently, but that uh, seems to do everything but reduce inflation. Yeah, that's the biggest misnomer in the world. It's, it's just another unnecessary social spending program to further 
drain the United States 240-year savings and to try to buy votes. Uh, real quick before we move on to other priorities, where do you think the spending cuts need to take place? Well, I think you could cut a lot out of defense, quite frankly. Uh, AEI estimates there's over $100 million in that eight billion dollars in that $800 billion defense bill that doesn't pertain to military readiness. Uh, we've got political bases and political policies instead of military ones. Uh, certainly in the area of education, in the area of uh, health and human services, the, this, the, the extension of these tax credits, the extension of the electric car credit, which the uh, Wall Street Journal mentioned today that uh, uh, the administration's just riding roughshod over the deal that was cut to limit it to domestic cars. I mean, they're just doing what they want to do. Ambassador, what uh, I know uh, another area you think needs to be focused on is Americans feeling safe in their communities. Absolutely, and and this is more should be more of a local issue where the voters are uh, closer to the problem and can exert more impact on their mayors and governors and things like that. But the idea of not having police and having 30,000 homeless people in Los Angeles, you just got to wake up and say, what's going on in this country? And the violence, the, the, the violence in these large urban centers like downtown Chicago and, and uh, certainly uh, Portland, Oregon, has uh, never happened in this country like this. Obviously, um, Americans feeling safe and police and, 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 and the, federal, the things the federal government can do to help law enforcement. What about... Uh, safety in terms of border security well no you know in in a business you try to put most of your effort on solving the biggest problems the bigger the problem that the government faces the less they're capable of dealing with it george bush tried to have comprehensive immigration reform uh, which would allow work permits for people that have been checked out and documented and to allow uh, and to uh, secure the border Reagan did the amnesty thing, but it was supposed to secure the border, but didn't do it. And nobody seems to be able to get the ball moved down the field on balancing border security with the legitimate need for workers that want to work in this country under some kind of documented fashion. We're talking to Ambassador Francis Rooney, the former ambassador to the Holy See under President George W. Bush and a former uh, representative from the state of Florida, uh, about what Congress needs to focus on once they finally elect a speaker. Uh, I, I would. Uh, what about uh, foreign policy? Uh, the, I know a lot of times that gets uh, skated over a little bit. Uh, what does uh, Congress need to do, focus on past America's borders? Well, it's, it was very frustrating to see President Trump take, a, uh, take such a hostile attitude towards NATO and our European allies. And now you see how much we need those guys with the uh, Ukraine problem. Uh, Biden's done a pretty good job of at least rebuilding those fences. But at the end of the day, they all just want to spend money. I mean, Biden gets a bunch of Africans over there, the African Congress, and offers them $55 billion over three years. Trump goes to Saudi Arabia and, and uh, is obsequious to MBS, and Biden did the same thing. So what are they supposed to think? You know, And what's Putin supposed to think after we allowed him to take property in Georgia under George Bush and in uh, Crimea under Obama, and Obama joked about it. And of course he thought, I'll take my shot here. What about China? Well, China's just sitting back, probably enjoying the circus. They have a very, you know, they're very ascetic, and they're very clear, and they've made clear what their ambitions are. They're going about their business, building aircraft carriers, uh, securing their economy, 
uh, trying to train up their army better. They're even building some commercial aircraft. And I think they're the biggest threat we face. There's been a lot of talk about the House going under Republican control and launching several investigations. Do you think that's a good idea, or is that not uh, what they should be focused on? I personally do not. I think we have such great problems in this country that they ought to be focused on the things that we were just talking about and not worrying about Hunter Biden's criminality, which is pretty obvious that it is. But no, what's going to happen to it when you've got a Democrat Justice Department with Merrick Garland in there? So, you know, let's see if they can't actually improve things and turn some of these negative trends around. It'll be interesting because I think some of these investigations are going to happen and see if Congress, you know, have you found it frustrating in the, I mean, obviously the time you were in Congress and then the couple of years since you've been out of Congress at the inability of anything to get done in Washington? Sure. That's why I didn't want to stay in any longer. I got the, the I, I accomplished the goals that I had when I ran. There wasn't any reason to hang around up there and talk. And see, this is why Congress loves investigations. They get to talk. They get to sit up on that big bench. They get to be on TV and radio. And then they don't have to really do anything because the Congress can't do anything with their investigations anyway. They have to send them over to the Justice Department to put somebody in jail. It's just political rhetoric, I guess. Well, look uh, at this way. The first two years I was there, we had the House. I think we voted at least 40 bills for concealed carry and against abortion, all of which are super. But how many times do you have to do that just to tell the people back home that you're worth it? That makes a good point. Well, this is great food for thought, and uh, uh, it is, uh, uh, you know, keep keep fighting the fight. That's all I can say. We appreciate your time and definitely your insight this morning uh, here on Richard's Morning News. Happy New Year again. Happy New Year to you. Thank you.